Oh, look, there's Kobe. Every time I see Roman Reigns, I just can't help but see a guy who's still like stuck in chill mode. He comes out with the fucking army suit on and shit, the fucking tactical gear. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Believe in the shit. I mean, oh, Roman Reigns. Bro, I swear to God, if Kevin Owens loses, I may just die of a heart attack. I can't even lie. Holy fuck, he beat him clean. He beat John Cena clean. What the fuck? Bro, Cena comes out every time I see Cena, I see a fucking undercover cop. Yeah, shove it up my ass. I am Nikki Bella and I work really hard. I pay my phone bills. John, 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 shut the fuck up. At the time of this recording, we are only 12 days away from WrestleMania as of March 22nd, 2016. And right now, I have the full match card in front of my face, what I assume is to be the full match card. So let's go ahead and run down the matches then I'll give you guys my predictions on each match. So we have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Right now, the only people that are announced to be in this Battle Royal is Heath Slater, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, Adam Rose, Big Show, and Kane. And the rest will be announced. So right now, we have six people and 14 more are to be announced. Okay, so really you need, probably I would say maybe Damon Sandow will be in there. You could probably throw in Darren Young to be in there, um, the Ascension to be in there. Um, I really can't think of anybody else on the roster right now, but you can pretty much assume for those guys to be on there. Maybe even the people who will be in the multi-man ladder match for the IC Championship will be involved in this Battle Royal. Now, the winner of this Battle Royal probably will do nothing for the rest of the year. You know, So really, if you go back and look at WrestleMania 30 where you had Cesaro win, you know, you kind of thought, okay, Cesaro's about to get this big push. He got paired with Paul Heyman, but then nothing happened after that. It was a waste of time for him and the fans as well. Last year, you had the Big Show win, and I get it. You know, it's like the whole Andre the Giant thing, Big Show. They kind of played up a while back that he was like uh, Andre the Giant's illegitimate son or whatever the case may be. But I don't want to see Big Show win again. In my personal opinion, I think the person who should win this match is Mark Henry. And why do I say Mark Henry? Because Mark Henry has stated that this is going to be his last hoorah, pretty much, in the company. All right, he's going to be done after WrestleMania. So why not send him out on a good note and have him win the Battle Royal? Since it hasn't really meant anything in the past couple of years, why make it mean something now? Just give Mark Henry the win and have it be done and send him out on a high note. I like Mark Henry. I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys like Mark Henry as well. Um... You know, one of the most underutilized guys. I thought he should have won the world title back in 2013 when he uh, did that whole little swerve thing with John Cena. But you know how that goes. Cena ain't putting nobody over, especially if they're black. But don't tell nobody I told you that. But, um, you know, the the Battle Royal thing is going to be on the pre-show, by the way. And actually, it's going to be airing live on the USA Network itself uh, in its entirety. The Battle Royal. I think, like, the first hour of it or whatever. So... You know, if you don't have the network, you can check out the Battle Royal uh, on the USA Network for free. And you know what? With this whole free WrestleMania thing, if you want to make it free, why not put the whole thing on the USA Network from the pre-show to the main show? You know, you wouldn't lose out on money. You would definitely make a lot of money back. Could you imagine how many people would tune in to WrestleMania if it was on the USA Network? One can only imagine how many people would tune in. But at the same time... Do you really want people to tune in to what you got in store for them on this card? It just doesn't even look like WrestleMania. It looks like a battleground card. 
And even this is doing battleground injustice at that. But nonetheless, I got Mark Henry winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Now we move on to the, I think, main show because they don't really have like any um like pre-show titles about whatever. It just says like the matches or whatever. But I, I know for a fact the Battle Royal will be on the pre-show. So next up, we got Natalia Page and Alicia Fox and Brie Bella taking on Lana, Tamina, Naomi, and a partner that we don't know. Now, why isn't this on the pre-show? You know, because right now it doesn't say if it's on the pre-show. If it if it is, then cool. But if it's not, then why is it on the main show and not the Under the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? Seriously, why is this on the main show? No one cares. You know, this is this is just looking at the card right now. You can tell that WWE wanted to make sure everybody had a WrestleMania spot. Which is how it shouldn't be. WrestleMania should be for your main players. Your big time stars. And I get it. I get it. Seth is out. Cena's out. Orton's out. You know, possibly even Luke Harper is out now. Okay, if you guys don't know, Luke Harper hurt himself uh, last night on Raw in a dark match when the Wyatt family took on Dolph Ziggler, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and Sami Zayn. And apparently he couldn't even walk. And he is supposed to be out indefinitely. So he could be out for a long time. Okay, so I don't know, man. That injury bug, it, it is not really friendly with the company right now. It's not doing them any favors, but just WrestleMania should be for your main players. And it shouldn't be for people like a Zack Ryder. I'm sorry, but it shouldn't be for people like him. What has Zack Ryder done since last year to now? What has he done? You know, um, I'm pretty sure Fondango is going to be in the car in the Battle Royal, which is fine. You know, I don't really care about that. But just in the sense of these main matches, why are they putting people who haven't meant anything on those matches? What has Sin Cara done? Seriously, what what has Stardust done? What what did Stardust do in 2015? What did he do? Let's be honest here. He had this little failed feud with Goldust that lasted for one month. And that was it. That was all he did. For the whole entire year of 2015. Was have a fail feud with his own brother. <laughs> Imagine that. And yet, a year later, after doing absolutely nothing, he's in a IC Championship ladder match at the biggest show of the year. And possibly the biggest WrestleMania of all time. And he's in a high profile match for no reason. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. But nonetheless, in the Natalia Page, Alicia Fox, and Brie Bella match... Versus Lana and Team Bad or whatever. I got Team Bad and Lana winning because, well, I just think they are. Um, I don't see Lana losing with Tamina and Naomi. I think they're going to do like some kind of cheap win where Lana cheats to win and she beats Brie and you go into a few with Brie and Lana for extreme rules or payback, whatever the case may be, because payback is uh, the pay-per-view we're getting right after WrestleMania because they changed the uh, schedule around. So we're getting payback right after WrestleMania, so I can see a lot of heel finishes here at WrestleMania to kind of just up the whole, yeah, at payback, I'm going to get the ultimate payback or some coin stuff like that, you know. So, yeah, I got Lana, Tamina, Naomi, and a partner of their choosing uh, to win that match. I don't know who that partner could be. I really don't know. Maybe they bring up Athena, because if I'm not mistaken, Athena is like an NXT, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I think she's like at least like has like a de- developmental deal that starts up soon. I don't know. Um, I can't think of anybody else on the roster right now. Is is it going to be Summer Rae? 
is is Rosa Mendez gonna make a return? Like, wh- what's gonna happen? You know, is is Layla gonna come back? Is Lita Trish Stratus gonna team up with Lana and them? I don't know. Is Stephanie McMahon gonna wrestle? I don't know. I really don't know. But like I said, I got Lana, Tamina, and Naomi winning. Who really cares? We move on from that to another match that no one cares about. The Dudley Boys will take on the Usos. If I'm not mistaken, it will be a tables match. If it is going to be a tables match, why in the world are they doing a tables match if it's going to be like the Dudley Boys are like, hey, you know, we don't care about tables no more. We're heels now. We don't we don't we don't want to be defined by tables, but yet you're gonna be in the tables match. Makes perfect sense in my opinion. Makes perfect sense, you know. Not being sarcastic here right now, but who asked for this match? Seriously, who who in the universe, the so-called WWE universe, asked for this match? Who? Because I've seen nobody clamor for the Usos and Dudley Boys. I've seen people say, okay, how about the New Day, the Dudley Boys and the Usos in a Triple Threat TLC match? But no one wants to see the New Day, and, or not the New Day, but yeah, no one wants to see that match either. But no one wants to see the Usos and the Dudley Boys fight it out in a singles match. Or a tag team singles match. No one cares about the Usos. No one cares about the Dudley Boys. No one. This is pointless. This whole card, for the most part, is pointless. Nothing nothing makes any sense. You know, I don't even know why they're feuding. I have no idea why the Usos and Dudley Boys are even feuding right now. I've never seen any storyline start up. Really no storyline progression. Every single week. They come out and they stop the Dudley Boys from beating down on a random tag team. And that's it. That's how this feud's been going for like the whole build up towards WrestleMania. Since it began like in what? Uh, around fast lane time? That's all they've been doing. I've never seen the Dudley Boys come out and cut a promo on the Usos. I've never seen the Usos in some kind of backstage segment to hype up their match. I've never seen any promo videos for the Dudley Boys to put them over as a as a Hall of Fame tag team. I haven't seen anything. So, really, what's the point of this? Once again, why isn't this on the pre-show, but yet the Battle Royal is going to be on the pre-show? I, <laughs> I, I don't get it. I, I just don't understand the point of this. If any of you guys understand the point of this, please let me know. Because I, I don't get it. Just... Why are we having these just non, just intriguing matches for WrestleMania? We're having B-level matches at a A-plus show. And I know that a lot of people may say, but you got to give them slack because we all thought WrestleMania last year was going to suck, but it didn't. But look, man, they still had Cena. They had Rollins. They had a lot of guys on deck. Orton. You know, you had everybody there sting. You had people there. Really wasn't any injuries like crazy plaguing the company. You, you had Daniel Bryan, okay? A lot of people were there. Rusev was still, like, considered to be a, a big-time deal, you know? Rusev was still seen to be a major deal at that time. Even though we knew he was going to be fed to Cena, he was still a big deal. People still cared about him. You fast-forward now, no one cares. No one really cares right now at all. And they got lucky. Let me tell you something. WrestleMania last year wasn't even that good. The only reason people were saying it was that good was because Seth Rollins cashed in in the main event because no one wanted to see Roman Reigns become champion. You don't got that excuse this year. 
you ain't got that excuse this year at all. So let's see what they do. Now, I do have a prediction for the main event and one it may shock you a little bit because I'm not predicting for Roman Reigns to win. Spoiler alert for that. I am not predicting him to win. But believe me, what I have to say will probably turn a few heads. But nonetheless, I got the Dudley boys losing to the Usos because everyone has to put over the John Cena's of the tag team division. We move on from that to another pointless matchup. <laughs> I feel so bad for Callisto. I really do. Callisto versus Ryback for the United States Championship. Okay. So, you want to tell me that Del Rio and Ryback, or Del Rio and Callisto is going to be topped by Callisto and Ryback. You got to be out your mind because Callisto and Del Rio, I thought, had a great match at Fastlane. Not sure why it was on the pre-show, but it was. But it was a good match nonetheless. Commentary definitely up there as well. And I'm hoping that um, Mauro Ronaldo guy is going to be on commentary for WrestleMania. I'm hoping that he will be on commentary. Please, 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 please let him be on commentary. Please. Because he does a wonderful job. Um, I watched SmackDown last week, and he was he was awesome, dude. That guy has potential, but yeah, Michael Cole is still the main uh, roster, main show announcer. Why I don't know, I don't know. He should be like Velocity's announcer or something, and Velocity doesn't exist. So yeah, Michael Cole should be like a TNA guy or something. I don't know, but you know, Callisto and Ryback is going to be a terrible match. Not Callisto's fault. It's going to be Ryback's fault, and I got Ryback winning the U.S. Championship because for some reason. They seem to be behind Ryback. I think Callisto is nothing but a placeholder. And that's why you had those random stupid Dorio matches. You know, the match I had at Fastlane was good, but like they wrestled so many times in the title flip-flop so much, I don't think they really care about Callisto. And this is just them using Callisto to elevate Ryback. That's all. They're going to make Ryback a top heel. So once again, we have to deal with a, 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 a top-level heel Ryback, okay? I would eventually spit it out, but we we got to deal with a top-level Ryback, a top heel in Ryback that no one cares about. Why? Once again, I don't know. Just call WrestleMania, WrestleMania, I don't know edition, because I don't know what's going on. I don't know what, how these matches are happening. I did, they got me beat. They got me beat right now, because I don't know. I don't know. But I got right back winning, become the new U.S. champion in Callisto, going back to obscurity because they don't care. Because it's all about right back and these people who I don't understand why this company loves to like rehash pushes for people that didn't get over the first time. I don't get that. Like when you just move to somebody else and give them a chance. If you were so behind Callisto, you would make him feel like a big deal. Vince McMahon loves to say, well, no one on the roster loves to grab the brass ring. That's because you don't give them a chance to. The creative writing for these people suck. If you would get behind them and push them and show interest in them, they would feel like a big deal. The fans know what they want, but you don't give them any reason to want it any more than they already do. So that's where they fail to realize when you push John Cena, you put everything behind him. Like right now, how you're trying to push Roman Reigns, you're putting everything behind him. Where's the get behind for a, a IC champion like Kevin Owens? 
Where's the get behind for the U.S. champion Callisto? Where's the real incentive to push the Divas division or was or what I would I would like to call the new Divas Revolution because of the of the match they're having? I think that uh, that's going to be a great match. But why don't you put any more emphasis on that? They don't make any of their champions besides the world champion feel like a big deal. And that's where they fall short at. They don't even make the people who are fighting for the belts, challenging for the belts, feel like a big deal until it's time to make them feel like a big deal in the go-home show. That's about it. That's where they fail at every single time. Every single time they fall short with that. I'm tired of it. But nonetheless, I got right back winning becoming the new U.S. champion. We move on from that to the WWE IC Championship match where we will see Kevin Owens, Lord have mercy on my soul, defend his belt, the IC belt against The Miz, Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn, Stardust, Zack Ryder, and Sin Cara. Why? Look, I was okay with the thought of having Kevin Owens, okay, Dolph Ziggler, and Sami Zayn. I was okay with that. I'm like, okay, I can do this a triple threat match. That's fine. Or even you could have tied two matches together. Two matches, okay? Two matches together with Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Chris Jericho, and they just was in a fatal four-way for the IC belt in a ladder match to get people excited. But no, you don't do it. Why? Because you're stupid. And for some reason, they want to see everybody on the WrestleMania card. They want everybody on the card. They want everybody to be there, everybody to have a spot, everybody to be showcased. For what? When they haven't done anything. No one's going to pop when Stardust comes out. No one's going to pop when Dolph Ziggler even comes out. They're not going to pop for The Miz. They're not even going to care about Sin Cara or Zack Ryder. So what's the point? Really, what, what's the point of this? The only person that makes sense to win this is Sami Zayn. Honestly. That's the only person that makes sense to win this match. I don't want to see Dolph as IC champion again because it's been done too many times. And it goes nowhere. If he was at least a credible IC champion and a established, you know, taken taken seriously as a mid-carder, then cool. But every time he gets the belt, nothing happens. And he loses it to like R-Truth or, or, or Victor or something like that from the Ascension. So I could care less. I really could. But I got Sami Zayn winning and becoming the new IC champion. And that'll be good for Sami. And then you can move on to the real match that should have happened at WrestleMania. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. You can then do that for payback and stretch it out until money in the bank if you want to. You really could. But knowing them, it'll be one and done. It'll never be revisited again. Knowing this company. Knowing this company, you won't even get a teaser. Of a possible Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens feud after WrestleMania. You probably won't. But nonetheless, I got Sami Zayn becoming the new IC champion. Once again, that'll be good for him. We move on from that to the WWE Tag Team Championship match. We have The New Day taking on the League of Nations in a handicap match. Three on four for the WWE Tag Team Championships. I don't know how this is going to work. I really don't. And I'm praying they don't put the belts on the League of Nations. Don't do this. Please don't. Please do not put the belts on the League of Nations. 
keep the titles on the new day. Please. I'm I'm begging you. I don't want to see Sheamus, the pale carrot, walking around parading with the tag team championship. Okay? I don't want to see Rusev or Rusev holding up the belt. I don't want to see Dario holding up the belt. I don't want to see Barrett holding it up. And, one, and first of all, I don't think they're going to win anyways because Barrett has already put out that, um, you know, he's going to be leaving the company soon. So I don't see why they would give them the belts if he's going to be leaving soon. Um, one thing I will give them credit for this is that the League of Nations and the New Day have been trying to make this feud seem interesting, but there's nothing you can do because no one cares about the League of Nations. The New Day deserve better than this. They really do. And I'll tell you what, I like Dorio. I like Rusev, but it's just the role they're in and the creative writing makes me hate them. Not as people, but as characters on my TV screen. I don't, I don't, I don't like the League of Urinations. I don't, I don't like the, the League of Jobbers. Okay. I don't like them as characters. Love the New Day. I think they're entertaining. They're funny. They're hilarious. But this feud is going straight down the gutter. Seriously, it just, please, WWE, all, all I can say is just keep the belts on the new day, please, do the right thing, if you don't give us anything on this show, just give us the new day retaining, that is all I ask, and thank you, and good night, okay, move on from that to the, what I believe will be match of the night, yes, I'm going on and saying that, Divas Championship on the line, Charlotte will defend her belt against Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. This will be a this will be a match. Okay, I'm gonna tell you right now. This is going to be good. WWE, please put this match on as the semi main event and make these girls feel important. And the word around town is that this company, WWE, is going to tarnish, or not tarnish, but trash the Divas title after the match. So maybe either Becky or Sasha wins. And they reinstate the women's championship, which will be for the best. That will be for the absolute best if they do that. So please do that, WWE. Please do that. But this is going to be a solid match. And I will be fine with whoever walks out champion because they will deserve it. See, this is what WrestleMania should be about. People that you like going at it. People that are big time stars. People that can wrestle and make you feel interested in watching the product. In big time matches. But you're not getting that. You got people that you hate. In main event matches. Fighting each other. And you got to pick and choose. On who you really want to cheer for. You know. It just. I I don't get it. This is your biggest show of the year. And I know I'm still talking about Charlotte and Sasha and Becky. But this is your biggest show of the year man. And your main event. Is going to be booed out the building. Unless you change the order of the show around. And make the Hell in a Cell match the main event. Because if you don't, you asking for trouble. You are asking for trouble. But in my opinion, I'm going to tell you like this. I always feel like no matter what matches are on the card, no matter how big they may seem, the world championship should always be the last thing you see. I don't care if it's Adam Rose versus Fandango. For the sake of the belt, that is the biggest prize in the WWE. It should always be last in my opinion. That's why I hate it when, think about this, they built up, you know, Seth and Cena back at SummerSlam to be a huge match, both belts on the line, but yet it was in the mid-card 
slot position. And yet, Brock and Taker was the main event. It was your main event. Yes, I know Brock and Taker is cool. And yes, it should be a high-profile match, but it shouldn't be the main event. Your main event should be the championship. That is what you hype up from the Royal Rumble going forward, that the winner of that Royal Rumble match gets a shot at the world title. It's all on the line from there, and that should be your main event. That should be your headlinee. I don't care if it's Battleground. I don't care if it's not a champions. I don't care if it's TLC. I don't care. I don't care if it's superstars or main event. That should be the last match you see, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. That should be the last match you see at a WWE pay-per-view on a Raw or a SmackDown or whatever the case may be. It should be the last thing you see because it is the most prestigious thing in that company. The most. Nothing should be bigger than the belt. No man, no match should be bigger than the championship itself. Point blank, period. Okay? That is how I feel. But you move on from that, from the Charlotte, Sasha Banks, and Becky match. By the way, I think that Sasha Banks will walk out the new Divas champion. Once again, I, I, I don't care who wins because I will be happy with whoever wins from Charlotte to Sasha or Becky. Okay? We move on to a match between AJ Styles and Chris Jericho for, like, what, the fourth time? Um, The match I had at Fastlane was really good. Okay, I'll give it that. The match at the fast lane was the brightest spot of that show. Can they top that? I think so. The problem with this is, I don't want to see it anymore. That's the problem. That's kind of why I wish they would have put it in the IC Championship uh, ladder match to integrate those two feuds. But instead, we're going to get a singles match again. I I don't know. I, I just feel very indifferent towards this. Now... If Chris Jericho wins this, we got a problem. Because I think this is all being set up for AJ Styles to win. Because if you look at the feud so far, Chris Jericho is dominating. He is dominating this feud. You know, on Monday Night Raw, you had him come out and distract AJ Styles to allow Kevin Owens to pick up the win. And then later on that night, you had a WrestleMania Rewind match where Fandango picked up the win over... uh, Actually, no, Chris Jericho got the win over Fandango. And Styles did the same exact thing that Jericho did, but yet he could not distract Chris Jericho to get the loss. So Chris Jericho is looking super dominant right now. So there has to be some kind of comeuppance for Chris, or not Chris Jericho, but AJ Styles, you know. Uh, So I got Styles winning that match. It should be a good match, to say the least. Um, I really have no thoughts on that too much, but yeah, it should be a pretty good match. We move on from that to the street fight match between Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose. So far, we have had Terry Funk and Mick Foley show up on the show and give Dean Ambrose gifts. Mick Foley gave him the barbed bat, a.k.a. Barbie. And Terry Funk showed up on Monday Night Raw and gave the man a chainsaw. I highly doubt he will use that chainsaw at WrestleMania, but Jesus Christ, that would be hilarious. I would love to see him chase Brock Lesnar around with a chainsaw on the go-home show. I think that would be so cool because you know... They ain't going to use a chainsaw, but just for the visuals, I think it'll be cool, you know. Um, Dean Ambrose has to win this. He has to win this. I don't think Brock wins this, okay. And to bring up something I heard on SmackDown, because I mentioned on my Raw review, Bray Wyatt came out and cut a promo. Okay, listen, okay, he cut a promo. He said he's going after the Reapers, the Kings, and the beast. 
So right here, we have the beast in Brock Lesnar. Is it possible? Is it possible that Braun Strowman interferes in this matchup and costs Brock Lesnar the match? Because once again, this is a no hold bar street fight. I could very well see Braun Strowman attacking Brock, causing him the match, and you move forward to a Braun Strowman Brock Lesnar match. Okay, I don't think Strowman and Lesnar is going to happen in the main event of SummerSlam, something like that for the championship because of what we saw on Monday Night Raw with the fans of Chan. This is boring because no one cares about Braun Strowman. So I can very well see him doing a job to Brock for payback or extreme rules, whatever the case may be. So I think Dean Ambrose will win due to interference from Braun Strowman of the Wyatt family. Now, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how, how they do this because Luke Harper's not there. Luke Harper's injured right now. He is out indefinitely. Okay, so I don't know how this is going to work. I really don't because I kind of figured that in the next match, you would have Harper and Rowan interfere, but with Harper out, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm hoping they don't change plans if this is the plan. Okay, but I got Dean Ambrose winning because Brock needs to put somebody over. Okay, because we we never expected Dean Ambrose to beat Brock clean. Come on. But, you know, it's been two years since Brock has lost a match. Two years since he's lost a match like that. Okay, obviously he did lose against, uh, but technically he didn't really lose that match against uh, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania because Reigns got pinned, not Brock. At SummerSlam, they kept Brock Lesnar strong by saying that Taker cheated and Taker actually tapped, so Brock Lesnar actually won the match. Then you had him beat him at Hell in a Cell. And he Taker hasn't lost, I mean, bro, Brock hasn't lost since SummerSlam, not SummerSlam, but um, since when? When the last time did he lose? I can't even remember the last time Brock actually won a match, or actually lost a match. My bad. I really can't. Nobody has been put over by Brock Lesnar. Nobody. Brock has been dominant since SummerSlam. Actually, no. March. Since March of 2014. He has been the most dominant thing in that company. And nobody can beat him. Nobody. You know, people talk about Super Cena and Super Reigns. Look at Super Brock. Seriously. Super Brock has been running wilds for two years straight. Dominant. Beasting on everyone that he sees. No one can beat this guy. Someone needs to beat him eventually, and this is the perfect time to do it because if Brock loses, it, it, it won't hurt Brock, okay? It won't hurt Brock at all. If Dean Ambrose loses, you got a problem because then what are you going to do with Dean Ambrose after this? What are you going to do? He needs a major win, whether he turns heel, as reports say, following WrestleMania or not. He needs a win, and I think this is the perfect time to give him a win in a street fight all the elements point towards Dean Ambrose. You got all these hardcore people in, endorsing him. He has to win. Okay. We move on from that to the Hell in a Cell match. Undertaker's career is on the line because Vince announced on Monday Night Raw that if Taker loses, this will be his last WrestleMania. Okay. Now, the story is very blurry, but this is what they're trying to tell right now. That Vince feels that Taker is his puppet. Taker is saying that I'm not your puppet, Vince. Okay, 
I'm not your puppet. I'm not doing your dirty work. But now you got Vince coming out saying, hey, you're going to do my dirty work and you are my puppet because if you don't win this match against Shane, your career is over. You're done. Bye-bye, Taker. Now, I don't understand why they didn't do this when they first announced the match to explain why Taker would even compete in this match in the first place. Why wasn't on the night of when this was announced, the night of the fast lane, Vince did not say, well, if Taker doesn't compete, then I'll fire him. But if he loses, his career is over. So you give it the reason. So you pretty much have a built-in reason to why Taker has to compete. But yet we still don't know why Taker has to compete. We still don't know. Like, yes, his career is on the line right now, but still, why does why does he have to compete? It took you, what, three weeks to finally even give us a remote of a reason to believe Taker wants to fight Shane now. <laughs> even just a, a slight possibility. But people, I got Shane McMahon winning this matchup. I'm going to tell you how I think it's going to go down. It's going to be a hellacious match. Okay, you're going to see blood. You probably might even see The Rock interfere. Because The Rock is supposed to be at WrestleMania. We don't even know what he's going to be doing. Stone Cold says he's going to be at WrestleMania. We don't even know what he's doing. I could very well see a lot of moving parts in this match. A lot of them. A lot. Now I'm talking about a lot. Maybe even The Rock will be in the main event match. And I'll talk about a lot of this stuff later on when I get to the main event match. But I think that Taker is going to have Shane McMahon down and out. Shane's going to be defiant. He's going to keep coming back. And Taker will pick him up. Tombstone or last ride. He's going to look at events. Vince is going to be out there. Yeah, get him, Taker. Taker's going to flip Vince off, lay down, and put Shane's hand over him in the ruffle count to three. Has to say, screw you, Vince. I'm not doing your dirty work. I'm out. But then the next time you can see Shane come out and reinstate the Undertaker. Which to me, what's the point of having this match with your career in line if, if you can just reinstate him? And that may be the whole thing with the whole Pandora's box. Because remember, a while back, they haven't brought this up. That's supposed to be something inside a box. But we don't know what that was inside that box yet, do we? It could be something stating that either either like Shane can bring people back or either he gets like full control of everything. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Or maybe Shane comes out on the go home show and says, Hey, if I win Vince, this box says your, your reign has chairman is over and I'm in charge now. I don't know. I really don't know. But regardless, I got Shane winning because I think there's going to be a lot of interference and Taker is going to prove to Vince that he's not anyone's puppet and that's how they're going to get off by having Shane beat Undertaker. Okay, so then we move on from that to the main event match. Triple H versus Roman Reigns for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Now listen, I get it. You don't have a lot of stars right now. You really don't. But I'll be more intrigued if you switch the roles of the street fight and the world title. And you have Brock take on Roman Reigns. In part two. Okay. Reigns versus Lesnar two. And you have Triple H versus Dean Ambrose for the world championship. I think that would make more sense in my opinion than what we got right now. But I digress on that part. On Raw last night, you had Roman Reigns attack Triple H. And it got no reaction. 
the crowd booed Reigns because no one cares. You may just say it's the cool thing to do, but it's not the cool thing to do. Let me tell you why. As wrestling fans, we don't want to boo stuff. We don't want to tell them for years and years to change what they're doing. It, it, it gets tiring. It gets boring. Okay? We just want to see what we want to see. And this is not what we want to see. I'm sure a lot of people out there do want to see Triple H and Reigns. But the majority of the fans do not want to see this. Possibly like a 75-25 split. Maybe even maybe even 85-15. You know? Kind of split going on where 85% don't want to see it and 15 do want to see it. You know, it's, it's that kind of split. You know? Um... I feel like if you don't turn Reigns heel, you're asking for trouble. You know, um, like lately they've been having Reigns come out from like the uh, rampway and not the entrance crowd uh, uh, through the crowd or whatever. Maybe that's the sign. And apparently they're going to change his music and his entrance for WrestleMania. Or, or not his entrance, but his uh, attire. So I don't know if this will lead to a heel turn or not. Maybe The Rock gets announced as a special guest referee in this match. And he screws over Roman Reigns. And it sets up Rock and Reigns for 33. A year later. I don't know. Because I I can very well see The Rock wrestling at WrestleMania next year. I still want to see Rock Brock. I still want to see that match to this day. I still want to see Rock and Brock go at it again. I really do. I thought it, I thought it should have happened this year. But obviously Rock has uh, obligations. You know. Um, maybe even Shawn Michaels gets made the special guest referee for this match. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe even Bray Wyatt gets involved in this match. Because remember, like I said in that promo, he mentioned the Reaper, the King and the Beast. And I forgot to mention the Reaper is Taker, so he could interfere in the Taker match. The King is Triple H. He could interfere in this match. What if, what if, okay, let me bash crash this. What if Shane McMahon loses because Bray Wyatt Helps out Taker and Vince. And Vince says, since you did this for me, I'm going to put you in the main event match. And it's a triple threat match for the world title. And Bray Wyatt walks out champion. Because remember, a few weeks ago, Bray did show interest in the world title. And the rumor going around is that Bray Wyatt got some huge plans coming up following WrestleMania. And maybe you set that up with a big angle at WrestleMania where he wins the belt. Or he causes chaos and helps Triple H win. Or either he does it because he doesn't want anybody to be champion unless he becomes champion or something like that. I don't know. But I think Bray Wyatt will have a lot of impact on the show itself. I think Bray Wyatt will be involved in this show some way, somehow. Just not in a match itself. Unless Vince puts him in the match due to what he did with Taker. I don't know. I don't know. But I think I'm on something there. I, I, I really do because... He mentions the king, the reaper, and the beast. You know, and it's, it's, it's just odd because they all call themselves that. You know, Taker's the reaper, Triple H is the king, the king of kings, or the, the cerebral assassin, and Brock is the beast. Like, it all makes sense right now. I'm just trying to figure out how they're going to do that with, with one of their members hurt now. You know, with Luke Harper being out right now. And by the way, if you guys don't know, Braun Strowman got, got socked in the face, man, <laughs> at last night's Raw in a dark main event, he got socked in the face. A fan punched him right in his face, dude. 
They hate Braun Strowman so much. He's going to get that nuclear go away heat, I'm telling you. He really is. But, um, I don't know. I don't know, dude. It's it's going to be a weird WrestleMania. It's going to be a very weird one. Now, I'm going to try to pull up this NXT TakeOver Dallas card really quick here. Uh, because I want to show you guys the difference between these cards right now. I really do. I want to show you guys the difference between these two cards. And show you why NXT feels more like WrestleMania. Okay, so you got Austin Aries and Baron Corbin. You got the Revival versus the American Alpha in Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. Obviously, the Revival being Dawson and, and Wilder. Um, or Scott and Dash, however you want to say it. Dawson and Dash, however you want to say it. You got Apollo Crews versus... Elias Sampson, I think that's how you say his name. You got, dude, this is going to be an awesome match. Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. That's going to be an awesome match, by the way. It's going to be dope. You got Bailey versus Asuka, dude. Come on, man. For the NXT Women's Championship, come on. And the main event, dude, is Samoa Joe versus Finn Balor for the NXT Championship. If you tell me, dude, look. Bell-to-bell action, NXT is going to blow WrestleMania out the water. It is going to blow it out the water, dude. Bell-to-bell, match-to-match, NXT TakeOver is the superior show, and and it's the developmental show, for crying out loud. The developmental show. Come on, man. By the way, guys, if you didn't know this, apparently Charlotte did wrestle sick last night at Raw. Apparently, she had flu-like symptoms. I don't know if um, that'll affect her for WrestleMania or not, but uh, she had some um, flu-like symptoms. And also, if you guys are looking for a a creative job at WWE, they're looking for writers to help create storylines and content for the network and also looking for people who have a minimum of five years for TV, film, and writing and production experience. Uh, So please, if if you want to be a WWE writer, I don't know why you'll want to do that, uh, you can go check that out and become a, a... Creative member, even though all your decisions will be blocked out by Vince McMahon because you don't know what's best for business. But nonetheless, that's pretty much the WrestleMania card. Looks pretty horrible in my opinion. Just a few matches I really care about in the Triple Threat Divas Championship match. Somewhat the street fight and somewhat Taker and Shane. I'm not so much looking forward to the matches, but how they're going to end, you know? Because I don't really care about the matches because they give me no reason to care. But nonetheless, I think WrestleMania is going to be a very lackluster show, to say the least. Um, will they break the attendance record? No and yes. I say that because right now, I think there's at least legitimately 80,000 to 9,000 people that bought tickets. Now, Vince McMahon and the WWE loves to exaggerate numbers because it's a sports entertainment number. Okay? So, they'll bump it up by like maybe ten to 20,000 people at most. So, in realistic numbers, they have about 85,000, 90,000 people at the show. When Lillian Garcia comes out to announce attendance, she's going to say over 100,000 people. And do you know why they get away with that? Because it's sports entertainment. No one is going to call you out when it's fake. Okay? No one. So, Vince is very sneaky with it. So, uh, just saying. Just saying, man. They're definitely going to push those numbers out there and say they got 100,000 when they know they didn't. When they know for a fact they didn't, they are not going to get 100,000 people for WrestleMania. And by the way, a lot of those tickets that were bought, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 
aren't like legitimate sales. So I would just say off just fan people who've bought the tickets, probably about 70,000 legitimately about 70 to 75,000 people have bought those tickets. Meanwhile, NXT in less than mere minutes is sold out when tickets are up for sale, sold out. Goes to show you when you put on a good product, people will come and flock to your product like it's hotcakes. Okay? Like crack on the streak if you're a crackhead, you know? It's crazy. Who would have thought? All you gotta do is put on a good show. Imagine the thought. But nonetheless, those are my predictions. Let me know yours down below in the comment sections. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at BreakKFabe. Check this podcast out, by the way, on SoundCloud, iTunes, and now Stitcher. So for all my Android users out there, you can listen to it on Stitcher. Uh, let me put the link for you guys, by the way, because I don't even know the link off my like, head or whatever. So let me pull it up really, really quick for you guys, if I can do that. Um, just go to Stitcher.com backslash podcast backslash breaking dash kayfabe. Okay, so once again, Stitcher.com backslash podcast backslash breaking dash kayfabe. I will have the links to all the podcast stuff on YouTube in the description box, also on SoundCloud, maybe even on Stitcher too. So yeah, all that good stuff like that. So thank you all for listening. I will see you all later. Peace.